2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 through verse 8. The Apostle Paul writing to Timothy says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, repeal, rebuke, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. And they should turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. But watch thou in all things and do affliction through the work of an evangelist. Make full proof of thy ministry. For I am not ready to be offered in the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give to me, give me at that day, and not to me only, but unto all them also that love his appearing. And I want to speak to you from this thought today. Orders unchanged. Orders unchanged. Father, we exalt you again this morning, Lord. We thank you again today, God, for your kindness and love. Sweet Holy Spirit, sweet Heavenly Dove, stay with us, O oh God. Let us not leave the way that we came, but God, let us leave changed and renewed and refreshed in the power of the Holy Ghost. And we will give you all the glory and all the honor and all the praise in Jesus' name. And you may be seated. Amen. Orders are unchanged. If you've ever been to Arlington National Cemetery and observed this ceremony. It is more than a ceremony that is being performed. Amen. It is a precision. It is a unity method that is being taken place. Amen. And if you notice, and I don't know if you heard or not, amen, when the guards are changing, when they face each other, the guard sergeant will tell them, to acknowledge one another and their orders. And the one guard says to the others, orders unchanged or orders remain. And the other guard will say, orders are accepted. Amen. In other words, I understand my orders and I understand what I am supposed to carry out. Most people only observe the ceremonies and they miss that part. In other words, what that guard is saying, the orders that I have received, the same orders you now have received. It is more than just a ceremony. Those guards will kill you if you try to desecrate that tomb in any way. If you get out of order from the time the guards tells them to give a complete silence and observance, it is a sacred place. If noise gets carried away, that guard has the responsibility to get off that mat and that carpet and bring you to silence. And if you do not do that, he has the responsibility with that rifle to do some damage and actions to those who tries to discredit or disgrace the ceremony or that tomb in any way. Those orders 
are not changeable. And it's been that way ever since 1937 when they first started marching on that pavement before that tomb. When you looked at that tomb, amen, only on the west side you will see one in scripture. And it says, here lies in honor an American soldier known but only to God. And they are sworn, amen, to defend this tomb. Not everybody get chosen to perform this duty that applies. It has been stated that less than 20% of all the men and women in the military that applies to do this duty is rejected and is not accepted. So you can see why they provide such courtesy and, and such standard of dress and appearance and their looks and what they are doing. It is not just another duty in the military that they are, they are saying, I will do. It is a sworn duty. There's a lot of things that goes with this duty that you see these young men and women that's performing this duty. They are sworn from the time they are accepted that they will do this for two years. Amen. A commitment. That they will walk that pavement. Amen. No matter the cold, no matter the heat. For, for at least two years. After that, they are sworn to never drink alcohol again as long as they live. They are sworn that they will never swear in public as long as they live. If they do anything to disgrace this tomb, they are dishonored and they must forfeit the badges that they wear and turn them back in because they have violated what they say they will do. If you will notice, they will march on that carpet 21 steps. They will pause for 21 seconds. They will face to the east for 21 seconds. They will change the rifle on their shoulder, amen, to the shoulder that is outward closest to the people that are there visiting to let them know that they will guard against this desperation or disgracing that tomb. Amen. It is a commitment here, as I said earlier. It's standing before them, and most people don't realize it. It's commitment, dedication, precision. Amen. And those orders are unchanged. No matter what goes on, they must follow the orders. And you and I in the church, we must realize that the orders given to us 2,000 years ago by the Lord Jesus Christ to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every creature, it is not changed. These orders will not change. Amen. We must be, as Paul told the church, I am set for the defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. We must be willing to defend this at every juncture, at everything that we do, amen, in our lives, amen. As Paul told the church, don't weep for me. I'm ready to die for Christ Jesus, amen. Nothing, Paul says, shall be able to separate me from the love of God, which is Christ in Christ Jesus. Neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other the creature shall be able to separate me from the love of God. We have made a commitment. We have made a vow to God that we will live. We will be right. Are we going to hold up to our, our end of the bargain? Are we willing to defend the things that God has passed down to 
us and that our forefathers has passed down to us. That you are chosen generation. You are royal priesthood. That you should show forth the praises of him that has called you out of darkness unto his marvelous light. Stand fast, Paul says, in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be not entangled again with the yokes of bondage. You see the guards that said, I'll never drink again. I'll never swear in public again. Should not this be the orders that you and I received when we become the children of Almighty God? You remember Paul says to to the church in Ephesus, he says, let not certain things be once mentioned amongst you as becoming saints of God. We should not be fornicators. We should not be idolaters. We should not be drunkards. These things, amen, would violate our orders that we have chosen and decide that we would do. We don't want to do anything to dishonor our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Put on the whole armor of God that you're able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that you may be able to stand in the evil day. And having done all you can do to stand, stand therefore, having your warrants girded about with truth, and having on the breastplates of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take the shield of faith, for which you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto for all saints and for me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Notice the guards. They're inspected because they have, must be the same in looks and appearance as the guard they are replacing. That's why they are inspected. They're inspected for uniformity. They're inspected for cleanliness. They're inspected for the identical look from their weapons to their uniforms. Amen. They must be identical as the soldier that they are leaving. Amen. You and I have been chosen. And when we go off guard, when we go off scene, what a legacy are you and I going to leave? Are we going to leave, amen, the same thing that has been passed down to you and I, amen, from times past? If we stop and think, when this gospel was preached over 2,000 years ago, you and I now must be the recipients of those same orders that God has given in times past. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He will, amen, direct thy path, amen. We must cling to the orders that is given to us. What is the purpose for orders? Orders keeps you focused on what 
what you are supposed to do. And when I was in the army, we had three basic general orders. I will guard everything in the limits of my post and quit my post when only properly relieved. I will perform my duties in a military manner and I will report violations and instructions, anything not covered in my special instructions to the commander of the relief. I must stay focused. I must set my affections on things above and not on things upon this earth. My orders keeps me focused on what I am supposed to do. Preach the gospel. Be separated unto the Lord. Live at peace with all men. Follow peace and holiness without shall no man see the Lord. I must keep Focus on the things of Almighty God. Amen. I can't be focused on the things of this world. I must be focused on Him. Jesus says, set your affections on things above and not on things of this earth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Amen. And everything you have need of will be added unto you. Those orders are unchanged. Amen. We can't violate the order, amen, if we stay focused on the order. Amen. Sometimes it's not going to make sense. People will say, why do those guards, when the storm comes, amen, those guards are sworn, they still walk in the storm. They try to get them one storm was coming, and they try to tell them, you don't have to stay out here. They says, oh, no. Yes, I do. I am sworn. I have committed. I have taken a vow. Amen. And they continue to walk in the rain. They continue to walk in the snow. They continue to walk in the cold because they are committed to the things that they said that they would do. Amen. And how much more should we, the children of Almighty God, when we are born again of the water and the spirit, how much more should we commit ourselves and do the things that we said we would do? Amen. They don't have anybody standing over them with a gun say you will do it. No. They know they have been chosen because few are chosen. You have been chosen. Think about it. Over six billion people in the world and God chose you out of that dark to bring you to the marvelous light. And you should be committed. You should be dedicated to serve Him with your whole heart, mind, and strength. Serving Him because you have made a vow that says, I will serve Him. You see, your orders help you develop faithfulness. They help you develop submission. And they help you develop dependability. When the centurion came to Jesus for Him to heal this servant. He says to Jesus, he says, I'm a man under authority, and I have soldiers under me, and I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to this one comes, he comes, and Jesus says, I have not found so great faith, no, not 
and all of Israel. He is saying, this is a faithful man. And the Bible tells us, moreover, it is required in servant stewards that a man be found faithful. We must be faithful to the things we told God that we will do. We made him a vow. We made him a promise. God, I'll serve you. God, if you fill me with the Holy Ghost. God, if you just take me. Oh, God, I'll serve you with all my heart, my mind, my soul, and my strength. Those orders must not change. Amen. We must be committed and dedicated to serve him and to carry it out. Amen. As Paul says, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery to be equal with God, and took of him the form of a servant. Amen. We must be committed and faithful and dedicated to this thing. Orders are unchanged. The Bible says in Hebrews 3, Wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of the heavenly calling, consider the apostle and high priest of our perfection, Christ Jesus, who was faithful to him that appointed him, as also Moses was faithful in all his house. For this man was counted worthy of more glory than Moses, inasmuch as he who have built the house have more honor than the house. For every house is built by some man, but he that buildeth all things is God. And Moses was very faithful in all his house as a servant for a testimony of those things which were to be spoken after but Christ as a son over his own house, whose house we are, if we hold fast the confidence and the rejoicing of the hope firm unto the end. We've got to hold on. Amen. All the way to the end. Jesus says, he that endureth to the end shall be saved. It's not a, it's not starting and then quitting. You've got to be committed all the way to the end. You got to purpose in your heart. I'm going all the way to the end. Paul told Timothy, I fought a good fight. I kept the faith. Henceforth they laid up for me a crown of life whom the righteous judge shall give unto me. And not only to me, but all them that long for his appearing. We've got to go all the way. Amen. We've got to press on to the mark for the prize of the high calling of God. We can't quit. We can't give up. We've been chosen. Many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. The same way here, many apply, but only few are chosen. You and I have been chosen by God to stand watch, to make sure that this gospel is not desecrated, that this gospel, amen, is not put under the feet of man, but we are called to defend the gospel. Are you set for the defense of the gospel of Jesus Christ? If not, you You've got to get on the whole armor of God. Amen. Because his words came, and not words only, but they came in power and the Holy Ghost and with much assurance. Amen. You have been chosen for such a time as this. Orders gives you direction. Paul says in Acts 27, 20, I mean, excuse me, Deuteronomy 6, 6-9. And these words, Moses says, which I command thee this day, 
shall be hidden in thine heart, and thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them as signs upon thine hands, and thou shalt be as fruitless between thine eyes, and thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house, and thy gates. Think about it. Amen. Those guards, for the time they're in and out, forever is the remembrance of what they have chosen and sworn to do. Can you imagine when they're out with their friends and their friends, little man, have a beer, have a glass of wine, have a drink. Then they have to say, no, I have a vow upon me. Amen. It's not a Nazarite vow. Amen. It's a vow. Amen that they have sworn. You and I have basically taken these same vows that when we're out, when we're in our houses, that we're not going to drink alcohol. We're not going to swear in public. Amen. We're going to look our best because we're defending something greater than us. Amen. We're defending the kingdom of Almighty God. We don't need us to defend Him, but He's chosen us. Amen. To represent Him in the earth, uh, to show what uniformity is, uh, to reflect Him uh, in our lives, amen, before others. Uh, it gives us directions, uh, Paul says in Acts 27, 21, but at the long absence, uh, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and says, so as you should have hearkened unto me, and not loose from Greek, uh, and have gained this harm and loss. Uh, he had given them orders, uh, amen, that there was going to be danger to the ship, but they obeyed somebody else other than Paul. Amen. And notice, amen, in verse 30, he goes on and says that the shipman was about to flee out of the ship when they had let down the boat into the sea under color as though they would have cast anchors out of the fourth ship. Paul said to the centurions and to the soldiers, except these abide in the ship, they cannot be saved. I come to tell you today, except you abide in the church, you cannot be saved. You cannot live outside of this old ship of Zion. It is the hope for the lost and the dying. It is a soul-saving station. It is the tower of salvation. Amen. In this, you have got to realize there's orders that are unchangeable. Be holy, for I am holy. Follow peace with all men. Without such shall no man see the Lord. Live righteous. Live pure. Live for God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Stay in the ship, because it's only in the ship shall you say, Amen. Orders are unchanged. Naaman was told to go and to dip seven times in the Jordan River. He didn't want to go, but you notice the order did not change. The order did not change. In order for him to be made whole, he had to dip seven times, just like Elisha said, in that filthy Jordan River for him. 
amen, to be saved. When the orders was given to put the blood on the doorposts, amen, every one of them had to put the blood on the doorposts. That order did not change because if they had not put blood on their doorposts, the firstborn of Israel would have died the same way as the firstborn of Egypt. Amen. That order is not going to change. As Jesus told Nicodemus, you must be born again of the water and the spirit in order to see and to enter the kingdom of God. That order is not changed. It is the same. That's why Peter said on the day of Pentecost, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promises to you, to your children, and that all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. The order is not going to change. This book is the convictions that we all live by, and it's not going to change. Jesus says heaven and earth will pass away, but my word will not pass away. These orders are not going to change. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, and your neighbor as yourself. It's not going to change. Steal not. Lie not. Get pride out of your heart. These orders aren't going to change. You might as well get it right now if you plan on going all the way to see him. Amen. Because these orders will never, 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 never change. Jesus says, not everyone to say to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father, which is in heaven, many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name has cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? Then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you work that work iniquity. Therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine, and do it them, I will liken him unto a wise man, which built his house upon the rock. The rain descended, and the flood came, and the wind blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not. It was founded upon a rock. And every one that hear these sins of mine, and do it them not, shall be likened to a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, and the floods came, and the wind blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell in great was to fall in in Matthew 7, 21, 2, 27. <clears throat> so orders are unchanged. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God and the peace of God which is passive all understanding, shall guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Orders unchanged. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus, and the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men, who shall be able to teach others also. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warth entangled himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Amen. Orders unchanged. Hold fast to the things of God. Amen. Cling to it. 
Paul says, I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead of his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, exalt with all long suffering and doctrine, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but shall heap unto themselves teachers and shall have each in ears, and they shall turn themselves away from the truth unto fables or lies. Amen. But you, beloved, build up yourself on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep yourself in the love of God, looking for and hasting for the soon coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. These orders are unchanged. Amen. As we have, therefore, opportunity, let us do good to all men, especially to them who are the household of faith, orders unchanged. Let no man despise thy youth, but be thou an example of the believer in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. Then they the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself wholly to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and to the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Preach the word. You are on guard. You must be alert until Jesus Come again, orders unchanged. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. And all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. And in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Orders are unchanged. Let's stand this morning. As I said earlier, the purpose of orders, orders keeps you focused. They keep you focused. This is why we must study the word of God. This is why we must hold fast to God's word. Saul violated his orders. And as a result, it caused him his life. It caused him his son's life. It caused others' life. Our orders from God keeps us focused on where we're going. Amen. And what we have committed to do. Orders helps us develop faithfulness and submissions and dependability in our lives. Orders gives us directions on what we must accomplish and what we must do. And orders will reward us in the end. If we have been faithful in what we have committed and said that we will do. That's why Paul says, there's laid up for me a crown of righteousness, whom the righteous judge will give unto me. And not only to me, but all those that long for his appearing. But we got to go all the way to the end. Amen. Orders are unchanged. Sometimes it don't make sense. But remember, we're sworn to carry out the things of Almighty God. Father, we exalt you. God, I thank you today, Lord.
that your word is ever established, O God, in the heavens above and the earth beneath, Lord. You are a friend, O God, that stick closer than a brother. Let us be committed, O God, I pray, Lord. God, the way that these tomb guards, these old guards, O God, that they are guarding something that really may not even make a whole lot of sense, God, to some, Lord, but to us who have volunteered, O God, to carry out such sacred duties. O God, let us see the value of defending, O God, and representing you, Lord. You died that we might live, O God. And that's what this shows as well, Lord God, that these men that have sacrificed their all, Lord God, for the defense of this nation, Lord, let us sacrifice, O God, ourselves for the defense of this truth and this gospel. You died, God, that we might live. O God, we, we come to your tomb, O God, because we know, Lord, that you was buried and you rose again, Lord. And I am thankful, Lord God, for the opportunity to serve you, Lord God, with pure hearts and minds. O God, with faithfulness and commitment and dedication, O God, and all that we do, Lord, I thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus. Let us continue, Lord, to be committed, O Lord. Let us continue to hold fast, O God, the truth of your word that you have given us, O Lord. Let us apply this thing to our hearts and our minds daily, for we know not the hour or the moment, O God, you will come for us again. We thank you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Oh, you're worthy, God. You're so worthy, Jesus. Oh, God. 